0: folks, and welcome back to another episode of Your Brain's Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your brain's coach. And it is my job here to discover, to deconstruct, to interpret all the brain-body tools that science is coming out with, to give them to you in a more simple form, so you could use them right away, and feel, look, and do your absolute best. Folks, um, it might seem like a lot of things that we are discovering in science right now, like kind of a lot of grandparents' advice was very similar to that. But the difference between what we have now and what our grandparents used to have, we have more precise knowledge. Imperfect, incomplete. But we know, for example, that fermented foods... um, affect our gut microbiome in a certain way. And through gut brain access, it has certain effect, coming, you know, reducing anxiety, very often helping with depressive sim- symptoms, um, and just doing a lot more for our brain. Like, you know how it works, approximately? Whereas our grandparents used to say, well, hey, um, if you're too anxious, jittery, and kind of like on edge, maybe you should get some, drink some yogurt, you know, in the Verda, like in ancient Indian medicine, they used to do the, those recommendations, right? You would just look at a person, how they acted, and they're like, well, get some yogurt, <laughs> right? Um, so the difference is the precision. Again, however imperfect, incomplete, we have more precise data than ever in the history of whole humanity about how certain protocols, be that nutrition or be that movement or light exposure or things in our environment we can change um, in relation to sleep, for example. We have more than ever precise data about Why certain things work and in which cases they are more effective and applicable than in other cases. And that is what's so amazing. And that's what usually makes all the headlines. You know, scientists discover, ah, this is how this mechanism works. Ah, this is probably, uh, that's why, you know, some, uh, therapy works, um, like uh, light exposure, for example, or spending time outside for lowering stress levels and and now, again, what's so exciting about that is we can apply strategically those things to get the desired effect. Not hope for it, but to get the desired effect because it's been shown in studies. Um, usually the best studies, of course, are on people, that this is how it works um, reliably. So that's what I'm excited about. Besides that, um, today's It's new week, uh, on your brain's coach podcast and everywhere. And on this week, we're going to be dedicating our time to brain specific nutrition nutrition for focus, nutrition for high energy, nutrition for cancelling brain fog, for your focus, for your creativity, for memory. We're going to focus on all of that. And we're going to have this theme for the next two weeks. And we're also going to have guest episodes on Wednesday. So this Wednesday, we're going to have an amazing neuroscientist. She used to also be a rock star and did some drumming experiment and... Um, described it in her book. And she is a professor of psychology in New York University. And she studies focus and motivation and how, how people, how we can help ourselves by using our eyes differently, by organizing our environment differently, by changing our mind frame to focus on the right things, how we can use all of that to focus on the right things and to get to our goals, no matter how challenging mentally, physically, or otherwise they are. So we still get to achieve our goals, especially long-term, especially challenging, and especially goals that require a lot of consistent action. So this coming on Wednesday, today, folks, we're covering carbohydrates. We're covering specific scientific usage of carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. Uh, Your brain is the most energy-demanding organ in your body, folks. It requires uh, the most carbohydrates and glucose than any other organ. And in our environment there are so many processed carbohydrates. And by processed carbohydrates on this podcast, I mean carbohydrates that were turned into flour or into liquids or carbohydrates natural state outside of whole foods. So whatever you don't chew and it is a carbohydrate, that's what we consider a processed carbohydrate here. It doesn't matter whether that's white flour, brown flour, um, brown sugar, or white sugar, it is still a processed carbohydrate or if Fine carbohydrate that you don't need to chew, that is not bound to any fiber, and it's going to have detrimental effect, consumed, over-consumed, and it's easier to over-consume, and it's going to screw up, in a lot of people's cases, their metabolic health. Um, now, of course, I'm not saying any processed carbohydrate, any amount of sugar will have detrimental effects, not, not at all. But our food environment is set up that way, that most people so overdo, process carbohydrates or people go the other way and then consume none of the carbohydrates considering them evil going all the way to keto diet. I went all the way there was in keto diet. I think about three, four years. Um, but then I realized and studied more that it's not actually optimal. And I wasn't in a situation where, you know, I had compromised pancreas or my insulin was, um, out of balance. So, like, for a lot of people, like f- to be honest, a lot of people did screw up their sugar metabolism by consuming a lot of processed carbohydrates. And again, by processed carbohydrates, we mean not just the floury or liquid carbohydrates themselves, but anything that is made of them, like white pasta or white bread, same thing. And by the way, um, I personally consider, yeah, some flours are better than others a little bit, but if it's bread, for example... I do not consider in most cases, unless it's like sourdough or sourdough and it was fermented, you know, and bacteria ate a lot of carbohydrates. Like in most cases, bread, no matter whether it says whole grain or whatever, it's the same very processed carbohydrate that when it comes to blood sugar control and metabolism, does not have a lot of difference when it comes to a fat. But now you understand what processed carbohydrates mean. Um, for most people... Um, as long as you have a brain, it is so much easier to overconsume those carbohydrates. Our brain loves glucose, loves carbohydrates. The easier, the better for your brain. And that's why we kind of get screwed up in the environment where we have a lot, a lot of affordable processed carbohydrates. It's probably are the cheapest ones. And so people overconsume it and then start screwing up their metabolic health and your blood sugar regulation gets out of balance, and because of that, your brain's blood sugar goes all over the place. And guess what happens? Every time your blood sugar dips, your energy in the brain, including dips, and you start feeling anxious, and you start feeling sleepy, or jittery, or stressed, and agitated. Like for different people, it will manifest in different ways. And if your blood sugar is all over the place all the time, because you consume processed carbohydrates on a regular basis throughout your day, you're going to be on this roller coaster. I feel good. I feel bad. I feel good. I feel bad. I feel a lot of energy. I don't feel any energy. I feel uh, like I'm on the top of the world. I feel like um, I'm under the... Of, I don't know, ground sub zero, uh, zero, 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 I don't know, one, right? So uh, getting your carbohydrates right is very important for your blood sugar control, specifically blood sugar control in your brain. That is one of the major indicators of how well and consistently well, your brain is going to work. And we are talking about brain fog. A lot of times brain fog, partially or fully, um, is caused by blood sugar irregularities. We are talking about focus. If your blood sugar is all over the place, forget about focus. It's going to be close to impossible for you to stay focused unless you get some drugs or over-caffeinate. And over long-term, that usually is not a great idea at all. What else can happen? Um, again, anxiety that can get into the way of getting things done. Feeling stressed, feeling worried, feeling feeling overwhelmed. Like a lot of stuff has to do with improper blood sugar regulation, and it is on the rise because consumption of processed carbohydrates is on the rise. Rise and people are really not educated about the effects of those um, processed carbohydrates have on your health and your brain performance. Yeah, you are educated about um if you eat too many calories you you know you're going to get fat and you gonna might get metabolic disease and get a lot of like other health complications from heart disease to all kinds of brain disorders but people are not educated that if you consistently just eat something not necessarily um going all the time overboard with calories but just consistently eat um, fast carbohydrates that make your blood sugar spike. In your specific case, that will compromise your brain performance and the health of your arteries and a lot of other health indicators. So spiking your blood sugar with consuming a lot of processed carbohydrates is just not a great idea. But specifically for brain performance, folks, if you're struggling with focus, with brain fog, with anxiety, with um, energy roller coaster, with brain fog, did I mention that? All of that um, maybe forgetfulness also sleep also can suffer all of that can be caused by your improper sugar regulation uh blood sugar regulation and uh the optimal state for most folks out there isn't to go zero carb um your brain it is estimated that it needs about 130 grams of glucose and glucose is the kind of carbohydrate that can be consumed straight in um that is the kind of carbohydrate that is in our blood and what brain consumes as well. So 130 grams of those carbohydrates your brain needs. And if you start eating keto diet and all of your fuel is from fat and ketones, and then um, the needed glucose, your brain still will need some uh, glucose. I think maybe it's like 40 grams or something. Um, If you are running purely on ketones and eat like legit ketogenic diet. Um, so if you do that, your brain still, uh, well, your body still has to make uh, that glucose and it's a lot of work. And for the brain, not getting easier glucose for a lot of people, It's just gonna feel suboptimal, and you're always gonna feel like you're craving those carbohydrates or you're struggling with energy or you're always hungry. For a lot of people, keto diet, besides initial weight loss made on enthusiasm, it's just not sustainable. And that's why most of the people go off keto, but then they go all the way back to processed carbohydrates, shitty diet. And they say, well, you know, keto works, but I can't be on that. And the reason why you can't be on that is because. It is suboptimal for your brain and your body, your digestive system, and your metabolism. There is a smaller percentage of people who can truly thrive on a well-designed ketogenic diet, but the percentage of those people is very tiny. And most people will thrive on a diet that Contains whole food carbohydrates. About, again, maybe the 130 grams, maybe more. The more active you are mentally and physically, the more uh, glucose and carbohydrates you can and will thrive on. So um, now we let's talk numbers and the best sources of carbohydrates. How to get your carbohydrates right. This is why you're here, to learn how to actually start eating carbohydrates the way you were designed to eat them. Human beings, folks, we evolved eating whole foods. All this process stuff, it's pretty recent occurrence. Most of human history, and that's how we evolved body and brain, we were consuming carbohydrates that were coming from whole foods. So we are much more uh, suited to consumption of whole food carbohydrates. And what I mean by that is it is almost impossible to overdo your carbohydrates on whole foods. Um, and here I mean beans, whole beans, uh, tubers like sweet potatoes and other kinds of potatoes, or eating whole fruit that was not made into juice, into smoothie, um, just, you know, in case of vegetables cooked, boiled. Um, it is very difficult to just over consume by a lot those carbohydrates you'll get much fuller on fiber and other stuff especially if it's a part of balanced diet and you of course eat proteins that by the way we're also going to cover this week it's almost impossible to do it wrong but because most people on top of, you know, some whole food carbohydrates consume a lot of processed carbohydrates. That doesn't work. And so when I personally switched and I did this experiment with many of my clients to only eating whole food sources of carbohydrates, most of them forgot about hunger, overeating, and started losing weight. Um, so what does it mean to, you know, eat whole foods carbohydrates and what kind of carbohydrates actually better, especially if you've been compromising your blood sugar by processed carbohydrates diet. Um, and especially if you have the suspicion that your blood sugar regulation or maybe your doctor or told you is out of balance and you need to really... You know what your sugars and carbohydrates. So what you do is you start with the carbohydrates that have the most fiber and are processed by your body the longest and release their carbohydrates that are eventually turned into blood glucose slower compared to other whole food carbohydrates. And here we're talking about beans and lentils. Those are the longest carbohydrates, the carbohydrates with the most fiber and the most complex um, carbohydrates, starches, and the least sugars. Um, beans in general, even naturally uh, occurring sugars, they have the least, I don't know, like if you take a cup of whole beans, it might be um, like two, three grams of simple sugars that you get after getting all the fiber. Um, a cup of beans has um, about eight to nine grams of fiber. And to give you a comparison, um, a cup, well, not a cup, but a sweet potato would have about or let's say 4 grams of um, fiber, again, compared to 8 to 9 grams of fiber in a cup of cooked beans. Uh, A banana would have um, about 2.6 grams of fiber, that's like medium banana. And so, when you eat beans, what's going to happen is that blood sugar, that blood glucose, will get the um, sugars from the food very slow and your blood sugar is not going to be affected a lot at all. That so is how digestion works. The more fiber, the slower all the fuels and sugars are released. In, you know, in the case of beans, there are not so many sugars, more complex starches that take even longer to break down into digestible and usable glucose. And so what you get, you get stable blood sugar, but you're going to get supply of those carbohydrates and that glucose that your brain loves and needs for optimal function. So what I recommend to folks who are struggling with blood sugar regulation, brain focus, and they have the suspicion, or again, you have a doctors, Um, diagnosis already. So what I recommend is start with beans. And to give you an idea, one um, cup of beans, cooked beans, would have about 27 grams of net carbs. And let's say if you're shooting for those 130 grams of minimum glucose for your brain, um, what you're going to do is you're going to it probably, if you don't eat any other carbohydrates, that I highly doubt. But um, if we divide, let's say, 120 by 30, that's going to be four cups of beans. So if you are considering keto or tried it and you just can't stick with it, get on this bean carbohydrate diet, That actually a slow carbohydrate diet being popularized by Tim Ferriss, a ton of people lost a ton of weight by on it. And what they ate as their carbohydrates as beans and vegetables. So simpler carbohydrates like fruit and starchy and sweet potatoes, starchy tubers were not allowed, right? So if you're interested in weight loss, but at the same time, at great in great brain performance, beans, lentils, like eat them and the rest of your carbohydrates are going to be from non-starchy vegetables that, are not, that do not contain a lot of carbohydrates, but a lot of fiber, vitamins, minerals, and a lot of good stuff like antioxidants and different polyphenols. So folks, get your carbohydrates right. So if you eat, let's say three times per day, maybe a cup and a half of cooked beans and lentils, or just, you know, start with a cup if you're worried, but I would recommend, you know, a cup and a half and stick with beans for a week. Obviously, soak them. Obviously, cook them properly. Sometimes lentils about 25 minutes, beans about 40 minutes after soaking overnight if you want to prevent digestive issues. Um, uh, Also, for some of you, if you lack digestive enzymes and your digestive system isn't that great, you might need some digestive enzymes that are plenty over the internet that will help with the digestion. But... Um, what my practice shows, with time, you will get used to your beans and lentils and you will will have no digestive um, discomfort whatsoever. And you'll be even wondering, like, well, how, how did they not like beans that much for so long? So beans, guys, beans, lentils, plus they're rich in plant-based amino acids or basically proteins, plus they're rich in many minerals, Um the better you soak them and cook them, the more of those minerals you're going to be able to digest and absorb. So if you are interested, again, in uh, your optimal brain performance and supplying that fuel that your brain so desperately needs, then look into beans and lentils on a regular basis. Um, Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, seriously. And if you need to have a snack, have more beans. Like That's what I do. If I feel like I'm hungry, I'm like, okay, if my brain doesn't want to work, let me get some more beans and some protein that we going to cover on friday so the next best if you are more on an active side like myself and you do work out and you do move a lot and you do work with your brain a lot you might need to look into other sources of carbohydrates as well on top of beans you might look into things like sweet potatoes and other tubers or things like um fruit Berries, bananas, I don't know, whatever fruit you like, peaches like, there are so many and they're so delicious. The reason is, if you're super active, your brain will compete for that blood glucose with your muscles and your whole body, and you'll feel like you're hungry or your brain cannot work because, let's say, you had a workout and all of that. Glucose went into your muscles, and so your brain now is left with very little. So consuming maybe a couple of bananas, maybe a lot more fruit, like my own practice, I kind of upload all the carbohydrates in the first part of the day. So my breakfast lunch uh, slash after workout consists of a generous cup of beans, and then a couple of bananas, and then like four or five other fruit, um... And that allows me to function really well. The uh, fiber in, in those beans will slow down the absorption of everything. And so I feel really good till my very dinner. So you kind of like have to figure out your personal carbohydrate need. But um, if you want to have um, sustainable focus great brain energy and maintain your body weight and not have health problems just stick with whole foods carbohydrates Um, make beans uh, is your base and then uh, depending on your activity level you can add fruit and um, starchy tubers and remember guys that um, tubers have more fiber And more complex carbs and some sugars compared to fruit that have more simple sugars, have less fiber, but they're also amazing sources of water, vitamins, minerals, and very absorbable, easy carbohydrates. That's for a lot of active folks out there. You need those. And that's about it, folks. If you are interested in your peak performance in brain and physical, carbohydrates are your friends. Uh, But you need to get your carbohydrates right. Again, beans are amazing since they uh, have the most fiber and they allow that blood sugar uh, to be very steady. And that is needed for optimal, sustainable, consistent cognitive performance and things like focus or flow state. Or um, avoiding brain fog and not feeling anxious and like jittery and worried for no particular reason. Blood sugar dysregulation can do all of that to your brain. So beans. Uh, your friends. But then again, yeah, the more active you are, the more of easier carbohydrates with less fiber you'll need. But unless you're super active and a professional athlete, I would stick to whole food carbohydrates that will allow you to maintain performance and maintain long-term health, adding a ton of additional micronutrients like vitamins and minerals and all these fibers and polyphenols into your diet. So the keto high-performance Consistent, high, optimal performance. One of the biggest key is in your nutrition. And one of the biggest thing in your nutrition is getting right your carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are so widely misunderstood these days. Uh, They are blamed for making people fat. But, you know, I had this saying on Instagram. uh, Saying that carbohydrates do not work for you because pasta and sweets made you fat once is like saying all guys are assholes because you dated one once. The idea is whole food carbohydrates are a completely different animal from all the processed crap out there. And ketogenic diet and you know, no carb to very low carb diets, they are also suboptimal for most people. Very few people who can truly thrive on a keto diet long-term without compromising performance and health and all kinds of other biomarkers um, in health and performance. And so get your carbohydrates right. And if you need any help, please do reach out, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com. Also, don't forget to check out um, my content on Instagram. I'm going to be talking more about that in stories and in my reels. um Another thing I'd love you to do, as usual, please do share, please review. Please um, promote this podcast because, folks, I truly believe in collective power of sharing knowledge and changing the world that way. So if you share this podcast, you find it valuable and you want other people to know that, Please do share, because first of all, you never know who you help and whose life you're going to change. And then the second of all, you never know who's going to hear it. Maybe some entrepreneur going to hear it, and he's going to be really great at changing some part of our food system, and we'll create the world uh, much better, much faster for all of us creating better systems, right? So please do share. Um, I really, you know, I I would be so, so grateful for, for that. And again, get your carbohydrates right. And if you have questions, please do reach out and have an awesome, productive Monday and the whole week. I'll talk to you very soon.